Welcome to the Happy Mindset, episode 108. Today's episode is called Artistic Nuance. So, today's all about the nuance. I speak about this indirectly. It comes up actually quite a bit on my podcast, either with guests I interview, or I'll mention myself, I'll just say this is a nuanced thing, this is a nuanced thing. Nuance, I found it is very, very important, and it becomes even more important the more you move forward with your life. Like the nuance is how you get to like the individual expression of yourself as a person. So just taking in my own life. Today, I am a computer programmer, a writer and a podcaster. It's a very nuanced approach to career. It's very individual to me. Like I'm not going to go to a career advisor and they'll give me those three paths that are ideal for me. There are things that I have let play out in the long term. It's been a nuanced approach. It's been a balancing act. So I've some of the thought process behind this is how do I pick skill sets that can financially sustain me? That's where the coding comes into it more so than, than anything that can feed me as well on more of a soul level an independent thinking level a creative level so that's where the writing and podcasting comes into it and the coding as well to an extent but the podcasting and writing they don't sustain me financially in this moment in time but what they do give me is more of a an outlet for creativity critical thinking And it also feeds my soul as well because it's something that I've chosen to consciously do. Nobody's forced me to do this. Nobody's actually told me to do this. If somebody did tell me to do this, chances is that I'd have some level of resistance to doing it. I'd gradually figure it out if it's for me or not. But this all boils down to following your own path in life. That's how you figure out the nuance. And it's a way of thinking as well because the path isn't a very straight line from A to B. Mine has been very, very bendy. Uh, What this looks like in real life is me leaving a job, going freelancing for a while, or even me going to France. The first, when I graduated, I had a business and French degree, and I took an interest in TEFL and teaching English, and there was people in college with me that looked at me nearly like I had two heads that I spent all this time getting a degree and now I'm going to go off and do teaching English where there's no degree required sometimes with that. My thought process when I did that, I was just looking for experience some life experience in my life. I was also, I, I was also drawn to teaching for whatever reason. And that's actually been manifesting as well in the way that I do things today and the podcast, my writing. It's very much a, teaching mindset that I do this in not a preacher mindset but teaching more in the sense that I'm articulating stuff so I can reinforce it myself and then a byproduct of this as well as just sharing this information with a wider audience who can benefit from this so what I learned from that it's a continuous lesson that I learned the opinions of other people especially people that don't know you are worthless they don't have the same experience as you. They don't have the same perspective as you. They don't have the same even impulses as you. So I take that with a pinch of salt. 
like listen to close friends, close family, but don't, but 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 have it like have a balance there, where it's it's not throwing in all their opinions and all their thought process over your own. It's bringing in a balanced way, and that's how following the nuance in your own thinking can actually help as well. Like the nuance, your thinking becomes more nuanced the more you're able to not think in black and white terms, good or bad, right or wrong, the more you're able to see the gray areas and the color, it allows you to just, it it allows you to be more, and it also allows you to be more creative, and it gives you that level of distance from your ideas and thoughts that you need as well as a creative person. That was something I was lacking when I left university, when I graduated from university. What I was lacking was actually just a distance of space between my thought process and me like when i was all wrapped up in my own thoughts and my own ideas about the world and stuff it felt very very personal very very rigid and it was very psychologically damaging as well when you haven't got a level of distance from your ideas and thoughts how i've learned that over time is through experimentation doing as well having the courage to follow things that don't make sense to every other person and just make sense to me and sometimes don't even make sense to me it's just something i'm following anyway other things as well that I brought in is like some meditation, just be more mindful in my day to day. I actually practice more mindfulness than I do meditation. It's just in my day to day, I just pay attention more than I used to. And especially, I guess, as a programmer, it does give me that it's the type of job that gives you that time to actually just pay more attention. And it's actually kind of in the nature of the job because as a programmer, what often happens is you're stuck in a problem and in order to maneuver that better and in order to not like to be panicked and stressed out that requires a bit of space in your mind to take a step back and see the bigger picture and that's when it'll occur to you to maybe ask a question of somebody or to even formulate the right question to ask so that's something that i've discovered through time with programming is that Whenever you're faced with a very difficult problem, initially it's even difficult to come up with a good question. The more nuanced the problem is, the harder it is to come up with a question that will be on Google. Like if you get a generic problem, it's very easy to uh, to, to come up with a question and put it to Google because it'll probably be asked by people before, so the search results will be relevant. But, but the more specific and nuanced the problem is, the harder it is to actually formulate a question to begin with. So that's where the initial block is with a problem and what i found from that is to not get stressed out and stuck in the the problem to take a step back in my own mind and not even force myself to think in certain ways just 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 in in whatever way just just leave some space there and see what occurs to you and then google a bit more and it's kind of a more playful experimental approach rather than a forcing something into existence approach because that doesn't work at all with programming the forcing mentality because it's a very it's an art form i'm discovering as i get a bit better at programming i'm discovering how much of like it is art it's like the first part of programming of problem solving is just coming up with something that works that's functional and then after that you can refine you can refine it so ideally in an ideal world you get to solutions that are simple and concise and to the point because it, it diminishes 
or it reduces the chances that things will break because of over complexity. So that's with uh, the nuance in programming. With writing, this again is quite nuanced and it's something that I embrace as a writer. I haven't been formally trained as a writer. I have a degree in French. My writing is more creative writing. I went through, I guess, stages where over the last few years in blogging, I've tried to like follow other people's advice and I've tried to do even those five steps and make compelling titles. And I've always found it like, I thought of maybe it was me being lazy, but I always found it quite clickbaity and quite oversimplification and not much nuance or depth to it or sometimes maybe over detail. So I've been gradually navigating my way through that and finding my own style from doing that, from being okay with just like expressing things. Because that's the, the big thing for me is that I don't rely on writing as an income stream. So I don't have to force myself to write in a certain style. It gives me the space and freedom to develop my own style, my own thought process, my own way of writing, my own way of connecting with people. And that's the joy in writing then. Yeah, it's something that I, that I enjoy doing more so than if I had a very rigid structure that I was trying to stick to and trying to glue everything into. And with podcasting as well, it's another creative thing. I mix things up. Again, it's not a an income stream that I depend on. Don't earn money from podcasting right now. Who knows in the future? But it's, because there's no like dependency on it, gives me more freedom as well to experiment with the layout of le episodes. I can do more solo episodes myself as well, where I talk things out and just see whether this is resonating with people or not. And if it's not resonating, I can just try other things and experiment, enjoy it. Because uh, what I get out of this is talking things out, uh, getting more clear on my ideas, articulating my t myself better. Practicing it is a skill set. Speaking is a skill set. So I've got a platform where I can practice it and something that I enjoy doing. So the other reason, or the reason I say artistic nuance and not just nuance is because I think at our core, a lot of us are artistic. We have artistic tendencies that over the years have gotten drilled out of us. I think the education system has a lot to answer for, for that. I think people in general, though, have a lot to answer for it. It's like we seem to like stifle each other. We don't give ourselves like other people time to actually talk things out and feel. Because a lot of artistry is just about feeling and expressing that feeling, putting words to emotions. And when you don't have the space to actually genuinely feel, it can become very, very toxic. Because even on a psychological level, when you go through difficulties psychologically, a lot of the breaking through that is processing and feeling whatever's going on for you. When you don't take the time to slow down and do that, it can be detrimental to the healing process. That's what I've, that's what I have experienced in my own life. When I've been able to slow down more and just feel and take in whatever I'm feeling, that's allowing me to actually move forward through things that I would otherwise remain stagnant and stuck in. And so that transfers, that transfers that ability, that capacity also transfers into artistry, to experience self-expression to expressing things you need that level of comfort with feeling to be able to channel things into word into drawings whatever your art form is and i don't think this is something that 
we're helped with in society at large, other people, education system. It's not something that we're taught. It's something that I have discovered over time as I've been following my own path. Maybe it's an individual thing that we all need to get to anyway. If you're gonna if you're gonna follow your artistic nature and your tendencies, it probably is on an individual level that you get to the expression. Is something that that I'm intrigued by is this relationship with simplicity and complexity. I think simplicity is a great art form as a teacher and a great art form as well to like understand things, to think more logically and rationally about things. The more you can simplify things in your own head, the better, the easier it is to understand big ideas and big picture thinking. But I think complexity and nuance, that leads to like the individual expression of something. That leads to you being unique. So there's a lot of paradoxes when it comes to the mind, when it comes to human beings. Like on the one hand, we're all unique. And on the other hand, there's no nobody's a unique snowflake. Like there's a lot of things to actually navigate through because there's a lot of paradoxes. The way I understand though, that paradox right there, that you'll hear one person say that you're not a snowflake, you're not special. You hear another person say that everybody's different, everybody's unique. Both are correct in my point of view. It's looking at how I make sense of it in my mind is where it's actually coming from. I'll give you some exam I'll give you an example here. When somebody says so like well I'll say it from my point of view, because every <laughs> if I leave it up if I everybody get different interpretations of things. So if I'm talking to somebody and they're coming across in a way where I feel like they're being brattish, that the world revolves around them. I would tend to say something like, you're not a snowflake, you're not special. But on the other hand, if I meet somebody who is very watered down and trying to please everybody, and they're trying to find right and wrong answers, black and white answers, I would tend to say more to that person. That person needs to point themselves more in the direction of like they're an individual. They've got their own way of looking at things and need to discover that. So that's something that those sort of paradoxes have confused me for a long time. When, when, especially when you're coming from this black and white way of thinking where you're trying to go, is everybody unique or is nobody unique? It's hard to kind of rationalize and understand that both can be right. It's the nuance then that'll help you to understand what's the nuance there for you. And that's something that evolves over time. And there's a lot of joy actually to be be gained from following this. Like there's, 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 there is drawbacks. It makes it harder to, I think it makes it harder to get short-term results. But I think as well that in the long-term you benefit, you stand out from the work you're doing. When you follow the nuance, the things, what you're doing becomes a very individual thing because it's there's a lot of layers to it. There's a lot of like nuance to it. So the more you're following that path in that long-term process, the more you're going to be able to stand out from other people. Whereas in the short term, if you're not f- fleshing things out and in that nuance, you probably you'll tend to be more of a carbon copy of something else that's successful and you might achieve success in the long term but it'll be hard to sustain that that's just my general thinking on that and uh 
that's it. That's what I wanted to explore today. I think it's important to, to follow that, to express that. Because uh, I found it difficult living in a way where I wasn't expressing art or creativity. And it, it made it difficult for me to feel emotion. And as well, I couldn't comprehend it. Like art and writing and movies, it's all about making people feel something. Like, and if you can't connect with yourself, if you, if you can't actually touch base with your own feelings, you've got no hope of connecting with an audience on a feeling level. Like I've, my writing's gotten better as, well, my ability, I guess, to touch people with words has gotten better with my own ability to, to touch base with myself as in to actually feel the emotions that are going on for me, process them, and then I put that into words. If I didn't have that, if I wasn't developing that, it'd be much harder to actually connect with an audience on an, on an emotional level. And that's where you want to connect with people to have impact. So that's it. That's what I wanted to talk about today, the artistic nuance. Follow your nuance. I hope this has been useful. It's uh, something that something I've been developing on and playing with for a while now. And I think it's very important and because it's not hard, it's because it's quite hard to nail down. I think there's a tendency to ignore it, and if you ignore it, I think there's a lot of profound stuff you can be missing in your life. That's it. Thanks again for listening, and I will speak to you in the next episode.